I'm Jang. And I am Jam. We are Vietnamese international students currently studying in America. This podcast is about our perspectives on various topics and experience that we have. Please enjoy! enjoy. Welcome back! Hello! <laughs> next episode! Today we're going to talk to you and to each other about career. Career! Woo-hoo. What, What an interesting topic! topic. <laughs> I know! Um, uh, just a disclaimer to everybody who uh, heard it for the first time. Uh, we are nowhere near the career goal. Exactly. We, we are still college students, so we are <laughs> in that process of, you know, yeah, finding our own career path. Yes. Right. right, 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 I agree. So I guess this disclaimer is, uh, so this podcast is probably more useful to people who are high schoolers and people who are thinking of uh, career choices or just only taking the first step. Honestly, we have nothing to, to teach you guys. We're basically sharing our own experience here uh, and we're not even on the finish line. Right. Um, let's see. Um, All right. So career. Okay, I guess like coming from Vietnam, um, I think it's so different now compared to when we were uh, or like the generation before us. But there's this idea of uh, dreams, right? Um, that that was not quite exist um, in the previous generation. According to my dad, for example, when he went to college, uh, he's an engineer. When he went to college, it was the choice between college or the military. So he wasn't choosing it out of dreams or out of passion or anything. He ended up with engineer and he ended up falling in love with it, um, liking what he's doing, but it wasn't started up as a dream. And I also hear a lot of people, and I guess I guess nowadays is similar among the countries um, universally, but I heard of some friends in Vietnam is that um, in Vietnam, your system is that you have uh, priority. I guess it's the same thing in America, honestly. So you have, it depending, because like, It, it's you have priority and because the thing is that in Vietnam the school are separated so a school of engineering would be totally different from a school of medicine would be totally different from a school of pharmacy so when you apply in high school to that school uh, you have to set up your priority to which school you're going into and if you fail that priority you go to second one so you can totally be fail engineer and then go to business um, which is different from America's system I, yeah, I I say, right. That definitely play a very big part, though, because of how our um, score system playing a part too. I know that um, you know, gotta say, from my own experience, I only I only experience until you know the end of secondary school. Um, but I kind of experienced that entrance to high school in Vietnam. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know how when you're smaller, when people ask you about what you want to be in the future mm-hmm. um, you know five or six years old you're like I want to be pilot all of that and that but I do remember after a while at the end of like my elementary school everybody think more about the subject what you're good at right mm-hmm. and, and like some sometimes it's so um, 
so kind of framed. Like I would hear my friend saying exactly the same thing. Like I want to be a doctor because I want to help people. I want to be a teacher because I want to <laughs> teach people. Something like that. It is so yeah. framed, and none of us really mean it. Like it's not really right. hard. It's just mm-hmm. an easy answer, right. Uh, right? To get it out, and like I say, go back to like what you say about how the school is being divided, because even from secondary school to high school, they already those class. That you know, like um, how to say it, like a, a special class for a certain subject. You know what I mean? Like you are specialty yeah. in math. Yeah, like do uh, you know, right? Yeah. You specialty in like math, specialty in biology, and all of that. And I, like, as a high school student, I know a lot of my friend didn't even think about career at that point. They, they, it's just more of a lot of them. I wouldn't say most of them. But some of them only pick those class because they're good at that subject, without right. knowing what what they wanted to do, and it just kind of follow you until you go into college because it's also the same score system, right? Exactly. Right. So, so I mean, if you if you think about it in a broad way, that is how um, they what's the word they shape? What's the word? Um, they they you know how in 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 America we had in like. 10 11th grade we have advisor oh yeah it's like like a career advisor but to them it's not a career advisor but it's literally shaping your path because once you start like you said when you start to get more specialty you're getting to the specialty it's you're you kind of like stuck in the position where you have to go into math now you have to go into uh, english now because what else can you do you know you cannot Be, like if you have studied and be good at English for three years, and they focus on that, and they kind of don't care about your other subjects, you're not good enough for to go to those school that teach those subjects. Even if by your your decision in in ninth grade is that you like English, what if in twelfth grade you realize that you actually wanted to become an engineer? You don't have the craft to to become an engineer. So that's kind of. Right. That, that's true. That's kind of sad. Is that the decision is made way too early? The kids wasn't yeah. there to to even thought about it. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, and it, it's a lot harder to switch major as well, just exactly. because of how the school is being structured. Because yeah, I, I do believe like we do have a lot more flexibility of switching major and picking our own major in um, America, uh, which is so great. Is because. A lot of school we do have engineering school, we do have math school, but the majority of school in America are mixed up everything, and the majority of student actually from high school up to college uh, apply as undecided. So we didn't even have to decide our own major at that point. Um, but I, I can see how it is a bit harder for a student in Vietnam as the school is already specialized in one of those uh, when you like apply. As an entrance, um, like yeah, like when you, I feel like honestly, I don't know too much about the Vietnamese school system um, mm-hmm. to to really go on about it. But what I have seen, I just feel like if you want to switch your major, maybe like engineering to a doctor, you're literally gonna have to switch your school. Like it's exactly. not exactly. Yeah, that's what that's what I, I heard. And the thing is that. The courses are completely different too. So if you switch, you you really have to restudy everything. So right. you cannot transfer the credits over. 
Right. And that's that's added onto the point where it's so hard to switch major and this um, discourage people to do so. Uh, I, 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 yeah, the reason that uh, I want to add on is that the reason that I think American university and college system is so uh, lenient on kids switching majors is because in your first two years of college, two years of college, uh, you basically are taking general courses. And these are the math, the English, the uh, biology, the maybe even like the the other classes yeah. because the system itself is you basically want you to you to have a holistic uh, view in the world so even if you're a biology major you're gonna take courses in humanity in social science um, so your first and second year is basically exploratory so you would go and you would explore a bunch of different course that will help also help you fulfill your requirement but at the same time help you kind of figure out oh what's out there uh, that I think I might like or something um, and you know after second year is in going into junior year is when the class is getting more special uh, special more specific <laughs> my yes. English um, getting more specific you actually now understanding uh, what out there and you're still stuck in with this major so here's all like the harder classes that we have kind of thing right um, so I think that's really good helpful and it it did prove to be successful in, in help changing people's mind because a, a bunch of my friends in there including myself in my first in our first and second year have one major are coming in undecided or something and by the end of junior year, Uh, at the end of sophomore year to the beginning of junior year has switched two to three times into a different major some to even a completely uh, opposite track from where they started so I thought I thought that was uh, pretty interesting something you wouldn't see a lot in Vietnam and if you if a kid that switched two to three majors they would get a lot of looks they would get a lot of stares uh, just because it means like you're wasting your time In, while in America, you're not wasting your time that much because uh, all the credits that you have taken gonna go somewhere. It's not wasted. Uh, right. Even though it's, you're still gonna have to add on to that time, it's not that much. It's not like you go back to zero. Yeah. Right, right. And yeah, I think add on to that, like GEMS is from a very big school with so many, you know, uh, choices and so many major uh, that is so broad. My school is a lot smaller And it's definitely more specific in engineer. And I think in a way, um, I would say my school would be kind of close to what it is in Vietnam. But I definitely did have a hard choice picking it. I think there's a pros and cons. But to be realistic, in, in America, you have a choice to decide so early on, right? If you undecided and you want to pick a big school, so you have more choices to explore in the future, you have that choice. And if you, somebody like me, who kind of have that path of wanting to be an engineer and you want to be more specific um, in your major because there's so many more into engineer than just being engineer, then those specific school like mine would be a good choice for you. It's just that it's not bad um, for the school system in Vietnam, but it would not benefit everyone. It would benefit those who know what they wanted to do 
Exactly. But for those who really just pick because of their score, I feel like a lot of people would have to sacrifice their dream. You know, once you step into the company yeah. that way, you you kind of have to think more practical. Like after this many years of studying, like what I'm gonna work in the future does matter. If, if will you be happy? Is is really one of the big points. No, I totally agree. Um, does being an international student play any role in your decision on your job search? <laughs> Actually, <laughs> before we talk about job search, do you want to talk about your major and 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 how you okay. get there first? Because I think that we can talk about that first. Because I think that's more important. Right. And that's more, yeah. To be to be honest, like there are. Um, I think um, because like okay, I've been going back and forth. But Jumps and I actually started yes in high school, and I really think that you know the dream supporting, the career supporting already start doing high school. It's not something that only start when you, we start college. We mm-hmm. like I know we talk a lot about college so far, but I feel like my high school shaped um, a lot of things into my decision. Um, So like yes, there is. I think sometimes when I talk to my Viet's friends, uh, we mm-hmm. do have that arguments of like you know in America you actually don't the the subject is not that hard, right? <laughs> that that is a that very <laughs> common. <laughs> it's it's um, a very common thing. Like a lot of people think it's so much easier and then the subject like science subject and all of that like things are easier and and you don't have to. You don't have to study so hard for something if you don't like it, and and exactly. we are given that option so early on, even during high school, because they have the system of uh, normal classes, AP classes, um, and all of those are really your option. It's exactly, diff- it's very different, and I wouldn't say which one is better because a lot of people prefer the Vietnamese style studying. If you like super want to focus in math, like. Um, the way that they train you in math and science, Vietnam, definitely more in depth than right. what we have in America, right? But the only thing that I really appreciate here that, like, even have to look back, like, even have to, like, when I talk to my friend, like, oh, I miss all of those like math lessons that I I would have learned if I stay in Vietnam. I think mm-hmm. the flexibility of choosing my own subject and it's kind of. You really, for the first time in my life, you know, even picking subject to learn, mm-hmm. I have to make my own decision. I have to make which one I want to go for, which one I want to focus on. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, and you know, for for a sixteen, seventeen years old kid, that's a big decision. <laughs> It is. Yeah, I totally agree. In in. Uh, I think I like. I, I also was very surprised, pleasantly surprised, at the idea that I'm choosing my own classes. So if I'm not, um, if I'm not really good at English, and I don't think it'd be benefiting for me in the future, I can totally choose like a normal English class. But on the other hand, if I'm really into math and I really would like to take a higher classes, I can do so as well. Um, I can choose what class I want to take in ninth grade. I can choose what class I want to take in tenth grade. I'm basically d- doing what I'm doing in college, but in high school. So in a way, it it trains you to be independent and take the wheel of your own life. Uh, you're making decision. There will be people there to advise you, but ultimately you make a decision. 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 So, uh, but going back, you were mentioning um, a lot of your 
your decision like a lot of what comes into your decision to end up with what you have right now in your major uh, which also you want to talk about that is coming from your high school experience is there a particular club that you were into or any reason <laughs> that why, well, why you said that you know <laughs> I know. yep yep so yeah we can go to that point because honestly the the class that contributes so much in my decision is turned out to be one of the elective class so it's one mm. of the class that i actually did not have to to pick up to graduate mm. so mm. it's really come out of my choice and that was computer science and like mm. it was definitely the class that i enjoyed so much that um you know i end up actually wanting to join clubs related to computer science one of them is robotics um mm. and i have spent um you know two years of uh, my college mm-hmm. Um, doing robotics and robotics competition, and I actually that I think that is something unique that I don't think um, um, you know like I would ever experience if I still stay in Vietnam, mm-hmm. um, right? Because I feel like I learned both outside of class and inside of class, but at the same time, um, I didn't have that pressure of doing so many things that. Was not necessary for me in class, mm, you know. So, yeah. so I have more free time to to do what what I think, uh, what what I love. Um, so yeah, robotics, everything like that, robotic, computer science, both of those things that I would say they they totally optional. They they not something that give me high grade. They they not something that give me like any grade at all, or or any of those certificate. It's really come out of my own will. Um, mm-hmm. So because of that, I, I feel like I enjoy it so much, and at the same time, um, you know, talking to teacher and mm-hmm. and everybody is so welcoming, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, when I have to pick my own college, I kind of think the same way. Of maybe I think it too early because at at, at this point, if you think about it, like mm-hmm. if I have to worked on something for my whole life. Not even my whole life, maybe just five to ten years. Which one would I be okay with? You know, like I I can do math, I can do biology, I can do chem, I can do all of that. Um, mm-hmm. But do I really enjoy it? Yeah, is that something mm-hmm. that I would not regret in the future? And mm-hmm. you know, I actually was super undecided, but I end up picking my school right now, which is WPI. It's is a tech school. I I didn't pick any major at that point, but I kind of. Know and have an idea that I wanted to be an engineer, based on my experience with with you know computer science, math, and robotics. And currently, you know, not just from high school, my experience from college kind of um, you know clear um, what I wanted um, in my career path, and I picked computer science and robotics. So surprised, nobody can imagine that, you know. <laughs> What the heck, bro? <laughs> How about you, you, you have a way more up and down, um, you know. Um, yeah. Making um, process than I did. I think mine's pretty straightforward. From the I mean, first class I take. I yeah, I think you found that you enjoy computer science in high school. Uh, right. So I, my parents kind of shaped me to go into becoming a doctor, um, a physician. And honestly, I'm kind of good at biology, and I'm kind of interested in the science aspect of it. And 
for some reason, it's kind of just going that direction where I'm I'm doing okay, and um, I thought I thought I just one of those kids who doesn't have a dream, and I guess my dream is enjoy traveling, enjoy eating. It's just not a job, so I wasn't. I was I just thinking I'm just gonna go into becoming a physician, and that would please my family, and I kind of kind of don't care because I don't have any other way out anyway. Uh, and then I came to college, and I just taking the courses and fulfilling my pre med requirements. Uh, in my freshman year, and it's it's interesting. Well, I got into one of the pro, uh, program that have a special lab course. So instead of taking the normal chemistry and biology lab course, I I took this in, in integrated uh, lab course where you basically work well, you and your and, and a group of your friends work work together to develop a research question and a, a lab experiment. Um, Uh, upon solving a problem that our uh, professor inquire, so we are. It's it's very simple uh, for a freshman kids, but it's kind of well, the first time I've been. I guess like touch upon anything related to research, anything that's like you're finding something new to solve a problem, because uh, like that's that's very different from a lab problem where you know the answer, uh, you know you know how to get there, and you're basically just doing the steps. This is like we're thinking of a step to get there. We're thinking of when we we would have no idea what the answer would be. We don't know how it will turn out, and I. I I, I think back. I think that's my first step into it, and what intrigued me into it. But the course, I, I took another course, and that course really got me into research. Uh, that course is the same thing, but we're doing ind- independently. So I was having, I, I was also doing the same thing. We have a research problem, and in that course, our teacher will teach us different ways to how do we can get there. And I learned a lot of lab skills and technical skills. But what I came out of it. Was that? Oh my gosh! I love research, and for the first time, I thought like, oh, if I'm going to at the same time, I'm also guiding towards my medical career, and I keep hearing things about it. How like uh, your first year coming out of med school, you're gonna be working to death. Like you're you're gonna be working so hard uh, because you're one of the new kids uh, in residence. Um, Um, or the idea that there's going to be a lot of politics in, phys- in physician. You have to think about insurance when you're prescribe- prescribing medicine for your patients. So it's not all about helping people. You have to have a lot of thinking and, and politics going going in there and business mindset. And honestly, I already don't like the job. So why am I suffering through this job so much? Why am I having to deal with hurting other people? Why I have to think about all these things when I already don't like it? So it's like the way and cons are so. So at the same time, so when I found out about research, I just realized that oh my god, I wanted to do this. So I told my parents, and they were reluctant at first because research is not something. It's not like one of those jobs where where they would grab. Um, readily money, you know, like they, they, they don't yeah they don't really know much about it honestly yeah like because physician is very practical you help people you got money right away for research they don't even know how i would earn money like how i'd get money money it's it's one of the very prestigious position job in america but it's not so highly regarded and not, not highly regarded, but it's not one of the known one in vietnam so i mean they they did more research into it and they came around and they are now fully supportive of my decision um 
too supportive honestly i'm just kidding <laughs> i'm very happy that but yeah so that's how i came to learn that but coming back to the america system is that i wouldn't have known that i like research if i haven't um venture out i don't know <laughs> trying to, well actually, class? actually that class that got me actually into research is also one of the elective even though it's elective in the in the biochem feel right. yeah it's 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 not one i have to take in order to graduate as well so i'm actually interested in how we both end up uh choosing a career based on our electives uh right. yeah I'm, i'm now like a biochem and psychology majors uh thanks to one of those class that i stumbled upon Right, we we talk about picking major, you know, like um and finally now we have our own major. What's the next step um that that we are in in college? And um one of the very big step for us before, you know, we uh, determine our own career, yeah, graduate, mm-hmm. get our own job is trying to get experience through getting mm-hmm. internship, getting research mm-hmm. job, getting all mm-hmm. that part-time job and um so much on and yeah mm-hmm. so to do so we have to do our own job search very early on so it's it's very i, I feel like job searching um mm-hmm. is somehow it's pretty similar to how you you find out about your major right like you you mm-hmm. find out different things within your major but in the real world in the real industry world um to mm-hmm. find out what what your dream what your interest would lay out on for a full-time job in the future uh so yes For us, job search is not something that we, you know, kind of just wait and then do it in our senior year. It's something mm-hmm. that we have every single year, um, every time summer comes. <laughs> um, summer is actually pretty late. But yes, actually, yeah. it depends on what job, what major, and what time. Um, my school job search really starts when the school just starts. <laughs> so, mm. yeah, we, we have many periods of time we have to find jobs. internship not job i say internship and co-op and all the opportunity doing this fall time and then the spring time for to find something in the summer or some other yeah. time like that. i want i want to add on on the idea that we have to do it on our own uh will because this is something that is not required for graduate work graduation um You can you can totally do this whenever you want. You can do it in senior year. You can just graduate without a internship or and that would be fine. Like no one will hold you accountable. Uh, however, you it's not something you should do. You should get as much experience as you can during college because that is the year that you're gonna make mistake and stuff. So um, I feel like as um, a someone as someone from Vietnam I also noticed from my friends that this is not something that a lot of people do um, I'm not saying nobody does this but is this not something that the system in Vietnam uh, makes for you so in Vietnam from my understanding is you also don't have to do the course the, the internship and stuff just like here um, uh, but by the end I think you guys have uh, I think by the end they have a course for internship in which the school co- collaborates with company different companies 
and the students will be assigned to the company or in some way. In some way, because it's a course, the student will guarantee a spot uh, for internship, for example. And in here, that's not happening. Like no one's going to help you get your job. No, you have to do everything by yourself. You have to do the resume, the interview process, uh, and you, you're going to get rejected a lot. Not every company gonna want you, and you have to learn to accept that and move on and be better uh, in your presentation next time. So uh, I think that foster a different kind of mindset, and this mindset is that accepting failures as well as as going out and get what you want. Right. Um, yes. So I thought that was pretty interesting. Right. But talking about that, we we kind of do have to mention that we do have a lot of privilege of being in right. America. Um, although it's not something that being predetermined by us, you can see it's a good or bad thing. Um, mm. But really, um, because internship co-op, it, it has become something so normal here. Um, mm. Even since you know high school, sometimes internship do apply by high school, so that mm. every single, almost every company will have some type of program um, mm. to support you as a student, as an mm. intern. Right, so we do have a lot of opportunity out there. We have so many company out there that we can apply to, and especially right. we have a chance to experience. You know, uh, do your best to apply for one of those very big companies mm. like Google, Microsoft. At least for my my tech field, those are the opportunity that opened for me. Like even NASA, something that so seem to be nearly impossible if you're in Vietnam. Not because of your mm. ability or quality. It's more because mm. of your location. In your physical uh, geography is all, and mm. all of that. So, so that's a good thing for us. Um, but yeah, again, it is totally something optional. Um, yeah, no, you're. Yeah, sorry, I just forgot that you. I think I, 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 I wasn't mentioning this, but you're right. A lot of it comes down to the system. The system is not supporting the people, the students in Vietnam, to get a job. Even like, like you're, you're expected to study first and then graduate and then find a job. So, so there's not company that are designed to have programs uh, that looked out and help out those kids because I agree in order to help people who are undergrads who are not having a lot of experience, uh, you do need to have a program that understands that and have the right job, the right uh, projects that allow them to help the company, not just you know give them like they'll do something that helpful for the company, but at the same time they will they're able to pick up something as well. Um, exactly. Yeah, right. I, I think you're right. America is, is is better. We have we have a system that foster that, but unfortunately, Vietnam is going there, but not yet. Right. So like we do have internship in Vietnam because I kind of tried to look into it um, yeah. and see. But yeah, a lot of those that I can find, a lot of them do expect you to already have a degree or even mm. like in your senior year. So so mm. it's it's very high up there of the expectation. Mm. So I can't understand mm. why a lot of undergrad would be super hesitant or even like can't even apply just because they are not qualified based on their age or their years. Mm. Um, so this that's a lot harder per se. But at the same mm. time, you know, like um, yeah, we you you mm -hmm. would not have enough experience to really face the reality once mm. you graduate. And I think that is so important for college. And again, mm -hmm. college for us here, it is not just a place for us to, to study, get a good GPA so that you can present a good degree. Yeah. yeah, company in the future. It's a lot about 
trying to get as much experience as you can like I'm saying mm. like trying different major is one of the big thing but at the same time it's allow us to try different job di- different position um diff- like trying everything that you can um and kind of like a pre reality world that mm-hmm. you can and our college is not I not even our college I feel like most of college nobody can mm-hmm. force you once you get into college you're already 18 and above and right, right. you are technically an adult and nobody can force you to do anything mm-hmm. uh it's not like high school you're not trying to take classes to graduate you really you are paying for your education you're paying right. for the experience to get the most out of it is what I'm saying yeah right yeah i agree so the mindset is i i'm not like if, that's what i'm saying like you're if you don't want to get internship no one going to tell you so if you don't want uh, abc as long as you do the requirement the requirement is lenient enough for you to you can take course you can there are so many elective even within the field that you're you have so many lenience on what you want to do you have so many choices uh so in the end the choices is upon you to take that opportunity and do what what you're going to do with it um so i guess um those who those who would do better would be those who understand that there's no one's forcing them anything they are taking the, their own future into their own hand and if you're use if you wanted to use those four years to have fun to party and just do minimum in class like like it's totally okay like no one's there to tell you so Uh, but if you're going to take those four years to do a lot of ex- to get a lot of experience to try out different majors to make sure that like once i graduate because like honestly when you graduate you 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 are going to be start getting the blame if um by by this time you should be knowing stuff you should you should get some you should know a little bit about work how the work life going to be how to act Uh, uh, around you know your boss about your peers uh, to communicate things that gonna come from experience of doing internship and those stuff um, that if you're not having those you're gonna treat you like an adult <laughs> you know um, I guess right. I'm not sure if I'm saying it right I'm just yeah so what are we talking about <laughs> yeah. So, so, yeah. Yeah, I think I think it's also depend on on where you uh you're going to stay. Um but yeah, so like yeah, finding a job. There, there's more you need more than just a GPA to get a job. That's that would be a good conclusion right there. Um, yeah. um but but yeah, yeah it's like in at the same time, like I know I'm working at a career development center in my school. So a lot of time, you know, we just talk. Yes, like just say nobody forcing you. And it's honestly it's really dependent on what your major is because a lot of the time like internship might be not for you. Um maybe mm. research is what for you or maybe like yeah doing your own project is something for you. But the conclusion is having your own experience and exploring more than just classes it is something we are thriving for 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 college and you know to think about it yeah you can graduate. You can have the degree um regardless everybody can can graduate if you take enough class but mm-hmm. once you step in the you know entrance of trying to get a full-time job you're not mm. going to compete with the people who are like you right you mm. you're gonna have to accept that 
the people who are you competing with can be somebody who already in the industry, who already have, have experience, or you might mm-hmm. compete with a newly graduate but also have a tons of experience, or you might have to compete with somebody who graduate with no experience, for example, and a different major. Like those would be everybody, you know. Like it's, <laughs> it's just the more you can get, the like the more you you drive for. Um, yeah. yeah. But yeah. I guess by saying those, we can start looking into you know what the cr- criteria that you pay attention to when yeah. you do your own job search. When criteria, say, right? Um, yes, criteria. Um, so when I do my own, actually, like 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 Jang said, everyone has different things, and for me, it's more into research than it is internship. So my criteria for research um, would be like, is it because it's an undergrad? So two things that matter. First of all, uh, you're gonna look into the PI, meaning the mentor that's gonna look over. Your projects are the one you're going to be working under, and you look at their uh, articles, their projects, and what they're interested in, and is that aligned with you? You're going to look, uh, read some of their articles, some of their their research articles, and see um, like how they are. You can look into them as a person, um, and then honestly, the I actually have. Uh, advised I actually talked to my advisor about this and for undergraduate your mentor is more important than the project than the the, the few so when I was I'm under my uh, dr. Flavia Fontanesi right now and she's doing projects on mitochondria which is something I wasn't even thinking about it wasn't even in my rear field of interest um, while another professor was doing projects on stem cells or genetics or something which is Rate greatly aligned with what I'm interested in. However, I applied to both, and both reached back and okay with me. However, one was giving me an interview where she talks more about her and her lab, and me, and she wants to get to know me, and she lay out, oh yeah, if you working under me, you need to have this commitment, time commitment, and I will guarantee to give you your spot. Basically, she creates a very friendly feel where I feel like she wants to get to know and she really wants to take me under her wing and teach me and really teach me not just like having me as one of those you know workers who are just gonna do the work uh, on the other hand I have the, the professor who also was in the field that I was interested in he just basically sent back a letter saying yeah we got a spot <laughs> like not no interview no nothing so I reached out to my advisor and I was like how important is this because I have a really good energy from this uh, lady from from this professor however i'm not interested in the projects and i'm not sure if i choose the research will i have to stick with it throughout college throughout my post year like he he was he was very adamant and he basically said go with her uh, she's a great person and if you're in, in in your undergrad your field of interest does not matter you need the skill and um, you need to learn how to conduct research, not not necessarily the few of the subjects yet. So go under her. And so I did. And I never regretted my decision scene since she's been so overwhelmingly kind. And she really wanted to t- lead me, teach me how to think um, and what to start and stuff like that. So uh, I, I guess so for research, look into your the person you're going to be working under. Uh, so 
that would be my advice. How about you, Jeng? Uh, what would yeah. be your criteria in finding a job or well, internship? My, my criteria changed a lot. Uh, post and con- like you know pre and after my experience, but yeah, like I uh-huh. think it's pretty similar as you when you from your experience. It definitely sounds like you know your environment and your mentoring. Right. Mentorships is is so important, and I think that's that's stay true, especially for under us undergrad internship or so. Mm-hmm. Um, but I I have to say before I actually have my experience, I didn't really think too much about the mentorship. When I apply for job, I usually would try to look at something that aligned with my skill more. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, because a lot of the time I'm trying to appear as as fit as possible for the job mm-hmm. that, that used to be what what my my thinking and my thought the process mindset. was mm-hmm. right i i i want to get a job i'm trying to get a job i'm trying to present as many things that i can the most mm-hmm. thing that that i can the excitement and all of that i have to say i've seen a lot of my friends doing so but at the same time i do get peer pressure at the same time if you're trying to to just you know try to get a job with your skill there are so many people with skills out there there's some people with even better skill right then i i kind of lost for a while of like how do you how do i get a job how, how do you get an internship if i have to compete with so many students who are so much better than i do you know mm-hmm. uh didn't really have a confidence at that point i think at one point after talking to a lot of um you know people going ahead of me um, I think I start to get an idea of that you know like I think it's the same thing as what your advisor would, would have tell you it doesn't really matter of, of what I know I think it's more important of what I can learn through the internship because um, yes it is also great for you to be able to do some job that you're good at but there are so many things that we don't know out there um, at least for me like I don't know about certain things in the future and I think internship I would see as as um, opportunity to learn, to to find out about your own self and, and find out how you fit to that a specific job. Um, and then it's really come down to not skill anymore. Surprisingly, mm. after doing my my job, getting an interview, getting impression, I only have one co-op experience so far, so I can't really speak for everyone. There mm. are a super job out there that really look at your skill, but. I have heard this from many people that um, when people are looking for an intern, mm. a lot of times they are looking for a, a certain personality, a spirit that you can learn, mm. right? It, it, they, they don't expect you to have all the skill out there that, that they're mm-hmm. expecting. It's, it's more about giving you an opportunity for you to learn. So that's why I say at the end of the day, the skill I have definitely contribute so much for the job that I um, that I did but at the same time for picking an internship now if I have to do it again I would definitely just gonna choose you know the good environment somewhere that I can learn somewhere that I can feel comfortable of um, interacting with people and to learn honestly thinking about that you're picking a job you're trying so hard to to present yourself without without putting yourself up there you you don't If you don't put yourself up there, you don't know what environment will be there. What if you don't fit? You know, sometimes it's not only just skill. You're gonna work with them for three months or six months. What if your personality doesn't fit? 
you're not gonna have a good experience regardless of your skill. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that's that's very important. Um, so yeah, environment somewhere I feel comfortable to learn, inspiring people. I would say, I yeah, I end up working for a optic communication company. Totally not. <laughs> Not an industry that I thought I would worked on. I worked in before. I didn't even know anything about networking, and I learned a whole bunch out of my experience. And I'm very glad that I finally see my job search like how I did at the end.、Uh, because if I still keep my mindset of just sticking to something that I'm good at, staying in my safe circle, I would never explore this opportunity.、Um, So yeah, how did you end up with the job that you had?、Um, I guess、uh, I do you find、lucky. a job or the job finds you? <laughs> 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 Let's say, well,、uh, yeah, I, I'd say before going into that, like I think I remember that one employee tell me this one thing as a disclaimer for everyone: not all internship gonna end up being like all rainbow. Mm, mm. It's again really depend on what you get, and I think I'm super lucky to find、mm. the environment that that I got, is the internship that I got, and、um, yeah, same thing that I think that one employer did told me. It's the same thing with when you pick a full time job.、Um, you don't realize how important it is of the environment until、mm. you're in it, right? Because.、Mm. Um, Yeah, that's what she said. You can have a super good job with a very bad environment and toxic environment.、Um, mm. But but that is one thing. Going back to the the question, I I feel like once you start thinking about the environment,、uh, you start thinking more about yourself. You start、mm. thinking about what you can benefit from、mm-hmm. the job, right? You you're not gonna just put yourself down there. So that just see like I will try to get a job and then whatever job I get I'm just gonna say yes to it you know like、mm-hmm. without even thinking about yourself. So that's what I mean by do the job find you? That's because of what you present or do you find the job? Do you actively finding it because you think it it fit for you? But I think it、mm-hmm. has to be both way and I think for me it would both side. I am lucky enough to to be able to talk to some employee during that um, career, um, you know, um, the career fair that we usually have.、Um, so、mm. obviously, I found them <laughs> during that point,、mm. but they gave me the opportunity to do an interview, and and they they finally give me an offer. So they they found me, right?、Mm. At, at that point, I would say so. But the time that I actually have to make a decision. Mm. I think that lying very heavily on me on my decision.、Right. I could have just moved on, right? I I、mm-hmm. could have seen and see that it was it for me and stuff like that.、Mm. But that is when you put yourself up, and then I found a job, and I find I think, it for myself. Yeah, that yeah. I think you're really. It's really important when you stay because a lot of young people、uh, who are new in this field is feeling the same way. Uh, and like you said, it's similar to when you choose a college. Similar, it's kind of like you have to decide between what's gonna, what's logically is gonna be the case. Oh, it's gonna look good on my resume. It's gonna be good money in my pocket. Versus, 
uh, what's gonna good for me as a person. Oh, this gonna be where I work. Do I gonna be enjoying my next three to six months? Uh, am I gonna be, or am I gonna be all stressed and you know suffering through this experience? Uh, and a lot of young people would choose the the, the prior. They would. Thing that oh it, I, it doesn't matter what I feel I'm gonna get used to it as long as I have good money and as long as uh, this is a, a very prestigious job I'm just gonna go with it I'm sure prestigious is one of that but honestly uh, definitely think about yourself a bit more and because um, looking back any job is just as value as the other sometimes the job that is not so like well known like the company is not too well well known can give you a better experience than a very uh, popular well, company like if you get into yeah. Facebook and they basically don't give you any big things to do versus if you going into a smaller company but they entrust you with more stuff are you able to develop a more uh, human connections you gotta yeah. learn then and it's like you know like it, it means so much more on your long-term Uh, career development compared to, yeah. to the so yeah so I guess like this is very coming from experience and I'm sure not uh, everyone will understand unless they experience through it but yeah, yeah I think that that's a very good point that you mentioned right and and I think one of the reason why people don't usually see this that much I didn't see it either is mm-hmm. obviously nobody really talk about it that that much you know I was lucky to have somebody who I can talk to about this thing like you know picking between a small company big company or all that mm-hmm. going in right mm-hmm. I, I feel like which we can talk about right the the peer pressure mm-hmm. and all those mm-hmm. here when you mm-hmm. um, so here we use LinkedIn as one of our a platform of networking a lot um, mm-hmm. so once in a while you can see your friends your peer or anybody on LinkedIn talking about how they got an internship in Amazon robotics and so that I'm I'm great it's great for them and, and I'm mm. super happy for whatever opportunity they got but mm. at the same time a lot of time you start to you know have that feeling, mm. right you you have the pressure for yourself and a lot of time it's not even coming from that it's even coming from our parents right they would right. ask so what company did you end up getting an offer for like do I know that do I know that company like mm-hmm. how they paying you mm. right I not a lot of people would talk about like how the environment you are you are working uh, at how the uh-huh. people are there right mm. I don't see as being bringing that up that often and I think right. so It's so important, and I, I agree. It really comes from the environment that you're surrounding yourself with. Like people should start asking different questions: Are you happy working there? Or are you enjoying the people there? Are your friends, are your coworkers nice to you? Those are much more important questions than like how much do you make, or right. what is it a popular company? You know, like. But it is unfortunately, it's a society we're living on, and that's kind of like the criteria that they basically choose to judge a person. So uh, I am not blaming anyone who do, who said those things, but I'm just saying it's not healthy when you start to think about a a person experience in a way in terms of numbers and money and all those stuff. Right. Yeah. It's it's super pressure for a lot of people, and a lot of time those people wouldn't say anything, and you wouldn't really know it. It's 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 something. Yeah, I I I try. Um, I agree with you, John. It's it's about how you question, like 
how you showing off your own thing right like showing off your own achievement is not a bad thing but mm-hmm. how how you talk about it right like i would i think at this point i would talk more about my experience as you know the environment that i would about you know like my salary higher than your or mm-hmm. something like that that could really have a heavily peer pressure on on our friends and all I I think yeah I think it comes from experience too right. but obviously it is also a personality thing but I feel like the more experience people have the less they talk about those superficial stuff like right. once you start cuz like when, if you don't have the experience I feel like you kind of trying to base off of that cuz that's all you have been know you, you that's all you know but once you start experience you start to think about oh Once you actually have to work for three to six months, you actually realize how important it is of the environment, right? Of the people that you work with. So yeah, it, it definitely people start to realize more of those factors once they start have to experience through it and not just talk about it. Um, exactly. I think there's only one thing that mm. contribute greatly. To my career decision making, although it's still in making and in progress, it's not there yet. Um, <laughs> but everyone, I used to be, um, I used to think a lot about the right job, right? Like mm. I, I think I pressure myself a lot on that, and I can't give it the right definition. I don't know what the right job is. I don't know how mm. how people get there, and I really confused of how to know it, like. Like mm. I understand that I have the privilege to do to to try out different things during my own internship. But if you think about, it, there's so many jobs out there, and just always feel like I'm missing out if I don't mm. try it. Mm. And the fact is, we're not gonna be able to ever try everything. It just I totally agree. Just right. like how we're trying podcasts. Oh yes, <laughs> we try so many things. Okay. Yeah. Mm. It's the same thing with major. There's so many major. Would I like some other major if I try them? Maybe because reality is I haven't tried all of them, right? I agree. But but I think after my job, I kind of I wouldn't say a conclusion, but I think I kind of changed my my mindset on it a little bit because because of that mindset of getting the right job, I always have the confusion. You know, like mm. I love my experience, but I'm not sure if mm. it's for me. Like if it's a mm. final destination, that I want to do it, right? Because mm. I feel like missing out. But then, mm. I think um, I would try. I would word it differently. I feel like what feel right for you sometimes is not. Sometimes it's not a big picture. Sometimes it's a smaller thing, lying within a job. There's so many different positions that I can do with my major. There's so I could be a soft and software engineer. I could be. Um, robotic engineer. I could try all of that, right? Mm. But I feel like at the end of the day, right, every single job do different thing, but also very similar thing. Mm-hmm. We all end up trying to solve some problem. We right. all end up trying to, um, you know, for me, like programming something, coding something. We're just gonna mm-hmm. program different thing with a different purposes. Right. Um, so I feel like. It doesn't really matter if that big picture is gonna be a big fit for me. I feel like mm. if I can't enjoy every little thing inside that job, if I can enjoy the small task every day, and I can see the new thing coming in, 
that I can say a right job for me if I can enjoy it, doing it, um, without thinking about like, you know, thinking about quitting. Am I missing out? Mm. Exactly. Then, then I think that's the right job for me. I, I don't. Mm. I stop thinking about there might be actually better ones out there. Uh, right. Like I, I really stop thinking about it. Yes, there are mm. so many jobs out there, but the reality is, you're not gonna be able to try anything. Yes, I'm mm. gonna keep trying as many as I can, but I wouldn't mm. keep thinking about like, like another one out there. You know, mm. sometimes I feel like you kind of have to settle down, sit mm. back, and really look yeah. at what you are having. Instead oh, wow. of keep looking out for more, uh, because I feel like at the end of the day, it might be applying the similar skill for me. Like even you, you learning to do research and all of that. There's so many different topic out there, right? But like, research is research. You're gonna apply I, the same ex- skill, right? Exactly. And and honestly, like piggyback on piggyback on that idea. It's it's basically like you said. It's the same thing. I'm I'm gonna be researching different things. I'm gonna solve different research questions. But at the end of the day, what draws me into loving research is the idea of solving something, critically think of a solution to solve something that no one solved before, or helping solve something. So it kind of doesn't matter what I'm I solving at the end of the day. But actually, you're you're helping me solve my problems too because even though with that known, I do struggle with the idea of. Okay, what what am I interested in? Um, it's gonna get to senior year. I have to apply <laughs> to, to graduate school so, soon. Like, what program I want to apply to? Should I go to stem cell? Should I go to this or that? So I think it's it helped me knowing that, like you're right. Like I'm not gonna be able to do all of these research on these millions different things that nobody has solved before. But um, at the end of the day, I'm gonna be happy with my decision because I'm gonna be ultimately doing what I want. Right. Do, so. Yes. Yeah. Right. And and I really feel like without that thought of you know always seeking out for a different thing, we can mm. actually you know sitting down focus on what we're having, because a lot of the time, uh, when people ask me how do you know it's the right job, a lot of the time I don't know. I mm. I only know when I'm in it. You know, like mm. I only know because there's so many different factors. It's not just a name. It's not mm. just. The the whatever they the describe it outside mm. exactly it sometimes it's come from your experience the person you work with is so awesome the job mm-hmm. that you you didn't think it will fit you somehow fit you so well and mm. you enjoy it so much right like mm. at that point maybe maybe it's the right job for you uh, right but of course you wouldn't be able to focus on it if you keep thinking about something else <laughs> so right. It, it's a hard thing. I don't. That's why I say I don't think it's gonna be my final conclusion for my career path. But it definitely mm-hmm. helped me to relax a little bit. I would say, um, rather than you know, trying to looking out for more and more and always feel like you're missing out something. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that's 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 that is such a nice way to wrap uh, wrap it up. Uh, So I think before we end, we can start asking some kind of okay, some questions. So if you have to pick between a job with a normal pay but also comes with less time commitment, and a very good job with a high pay but also a high time commitment, which one would you choose? You can go first, Jeff. 
feel like oh because <laughs> <laughs> she needs to eat <laughs> um i would like you like i would see more about this like I will see what the job is and if I'm gonna like the job or not. I'm gonna compare more than just pay. Um, uh, so yeah, so I think. So if you if basically if you're saying everything else off the table, like if I'm gonna enjoy both jobs equally, the environment is both fine in both way. I'm gonna be happy regardless of where I end up. Um, then I would go with a normal pay with less time commitment. Oh, oh wow! <laughs> <laughs> They all the same, but I'm just gonna take the less money. <laughs> <laughs> no, with the less time commitment. Well, because um, the thing is that there's more life to me than work. Uh, so I, 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 I'm gonna love my work, but I'm not wanted to define who I am. I, I, my family, my friends, and myself. Uh, myself here including me with my own hobby those are also who i am and i don't want to sacrifice that for one aspect of my life uh, even though that aspect i love so much which is work so uh i'm i don't think I, i i think money would be nice but i definitely would be okay with less money uh if that comes with my choice to have less to like have more time for myself um Yeah, unless I'm in debt and need money, <laughs> then uh, I just borrow so from you, gang. Wow. I will choose a normal pay and then borrow money from you. I'm just kidding. <laughs> wow. How about you? I think this can change. This can change in the future. I really think so. But at the mm. moment, I I really think, uh, you know, I actually think at the early stage of my career. If I have the opportunity to go with a very good job with high pay but high commitment, I, I will actually go for that. Mm. Oh, but it's not going to be something that I want to commit for a long time. Mm. I really see if I have the opportunity to have, you know, a high paid job, a, a good position so early on, then I think later on in life, I could, you know, either retire early or like buy mm. a easier job later on. Well, you think so different from me. Okay. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's that's yeah, that's an interesting take on it. I didn't think about that. Right. I'll switch my no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I can see I can yeah. see you be that person though. The thing is that you also have a great work ethic even with a normal job. I already see you work so much for it. So I don't think it would <laughs> Yeah, so I don't think it would be so much of a difficulty for you right. if you if, if it's a job that you like and you dedicate to it. Right. Uh, it just, so why not good. get good money for it? You know what I'm saying? Know, right? <laughs> well, you, you do have to sacrifice a few things. Like obviously, if I follow that path, right, I, I wouldn't be able to. Dude, that much. <laughs> I can, uh, yeah, like, like there's, there's been weeks where I, like I couldn't contact you for things because you're like, oh, I have to work, I can't call. So And yeah, <laughs> you do sacrifice a lot. Jay. I know. That's why I say, like, I think, I think that's, um, I wouldn't be assuming anyone, but, um, yeah, I think that some of my friends also say the same thing about like a very high paid job. It's gonna be something like a first part of your career, but nobody mm. really want to commit to it for a long time. <laughs> And it's obviously yeah. because of that that time commitment. It's it's really playing a part in it. 
Oh yeah, the, the high pace wasn't a problem. Yeah, high pace not a problem. Nobody was complaining about that. Uh, yeah, no, I, 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 ah, I totally agree. Uh, yeah, I think it's it's kind of it's not something we can really talk about until I know, right? If we there, have a choice, like, exactly. If there's a deal on the table, I'm not even sure if I'm not gonna if I if I'm gonna choose to not choose it. You know, like right. I feel like. When that is there on the table, I might honestly choose it, considering what a money-loving person I am. <laughs> But for now, I would like to say that I'm okay with a normal-paying job. Uh, but you're, you're right. Like I, I honestly think I might really consider it if I actually have that job. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, oops. You know. <laughs> yeah, it's really coming to your personality. I did have friends. Who? <laughs> oh, okay, you, I thought you just gonna end it there. Just gonna, oh, okay. I, I, I have friends at one point, guys. I never been. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> okay, I did okay. have a friend who's similar to you, and he mm. said his end goal of his happy life is just mm. having enough money to pay for his rent and eat good food, and he can drink a bottle of beer every night, and that that is happiness for him. Oh, and that's think, not me, okay. <laughs> <laughs> But what it means is like you yeah. can't be happy with little money. Exactly. Yeah. That's a lot of people. It's like that, which is interesting because recently I watched this video of this guy, and he's really nice too. He he has really good way of thinking about life. But one of the thing he said that changed when he was 20 compared to when he was 30 was his life goal. So when he was 30, he imagined himself by 30 he would be like this successful person, live in this. You know, a big house and have money to spend for whoever he wants and whatever he wants. Uh, by 30, he actually enjoys like just a little house um, and you know a little car. Like he doesn't need a bunch of money and he doesn't need a, a big house for himself. He doesn't need a big car. He's you know kind of he so so we don't know how we're gonna be in 30. The things that we value now might not be the thing that we prioritize by then. Um, I, I I do value money though. Like I try to, I hope I, I, I try to not have that control me. Yeah, but it's hard, dude. Because just just to think about how much I could have eat more. Because <laughs> if if you if like for example, if he the friend that you said mentioned that oh if I can eat what I want, but what if what you want costs so much money? <laughs> Right, like, like you need money for things that you want, and even if that one says like food, <laughs> so yeah, I, I do want to be rich, <laughs> not 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 so that can money will be like the priority of my life, but so that money won't become a obstacle in my life. You know, like I won't let it. I hope I won't let it control me. But at the same time, I hope like once there is something problem that involving money, I can solve it because uh, it won't be a problem, kind of thing. So we'll we'll see. Ten yeah, <laughs> years from now, and I'll be living in your in your like like living room, <laughs> and then your like, your husband. And then yeah, and then your husband would talk to you at night like, can you get rid of her? Like, I know you guys are best friends or whatever, but like this is our own house. You can have her live here. Oh <laughs> It's like God. she said she'll she'll leave last week. I don't know what happened. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. That's what I mean. Like things will change, but who knows? For now, for now, that's the thing. 
I guess okay. So our last question, I guess,、uh, which is kind of pretty similar. I mean,、uh, I, it would be interesting to hear in the future. This doesn't have to be your final decision, but what is your final goal in your career? Is that just a good nine to five pay job, or there's something else that that you want at the end of your career、uh, path? Do you want to answer this first? Me. To be honest,、uh-huh. I want to be able to just sit down, not working, and my money is still coming in. People call that investment. <laughs> oh my god! Yes, I agree. I I do think nine to five is a good place to start, but it's not. It's 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 definitely a more hard work <laughs> type of job. You know, it depends. It's not. It's not in my yeah. Life. It's、right. smart. It's smart that you're thinking about investment because that is the way to go. You need、right. to have different. Money source that coming out、exactly. aside from your job,、uh, like you need to invest on on in stock, you need to invest on real estate, whatever you are doing, you need to have a different source of income that kind of、yeah. coming in in case anything's going wrong. So yeah, no, I I agree with you. That's just the same thing that、uh, I'm thinking of doing as well, and I'm not sure how that would turn out because I'm not I'm such not a good business person. I mean, like, I feel like if I'm If I get to a stage where I'm rich enough, I would hire somebody to do all the analytical for me, and I'm just like <laughs> pouring the money and <laughs> to, to get it back. I don't know.、Um, I don't want to do the talking, but I totally agree. I don't think my nine to five job would be my only thing in life because then I would have to be dependent on that so much. Exactly. There's、yeah. so much, so much commitment. I would say it's a great job. We respect all job, but at the same time, I feel like. That my my end goal is to be able to just sit back, relax, <laughs> and have my money coming in. But at the same time, you know, Sugar Daddy, man, I told I you, <laughs> it's impossible. <laughs> oh my god! Okay.、Year? But at this, yeah. Okay. I think my ultimate goal would be if I can, you know, own something、mm. for myself, right? Own so, something like a company or. Yeah, it's it's.、Mm-hmm. I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. That's the thing. I like the idea of owning a company, like a small, like entrepreneurship company,、mm-hmm. something like that, for an invention、mm-hmm. that we're working on. But at、mm-hmm. the same time, I suck at business, and I would say so. So, so like maybe you be like an investor in that company instead of like well, a running the company. You can, yeah, right. Because then, like something like if they get the money, you get some percent of that. Right. So then, you want it to succeed, you know, but then you don't. Right, but at the same time, it's not going to be your idea, right? It's not. It's not your idea that that、yeah. made up the company kind of thing. I I would、yeah. want to have you know my idea carry on, something like that,、mm. um, rather than just investment、mm-hmm. is definitely definitely something that I would hundred percent looking into for my future career,、mm. but like. The fact of、mm. own, owning something, having my idea being carried on by other people,、um, by the next generation or stuff like that, is it, something、mm. that you know, just a dream at this point. <laughs> But it's stay a dream. Well, maybe it will not be a dream in the future. <laughs>、mm. Yeah, yeah, that's that's true. I mean, um, I'll be there hopefully. Like,、uh, you'll be there. Congr- Congratulating you if if you're able to do it. I think I think it's totally fair to think that you want. Oh yeah, you can dream. Just, 
it's just smart to to think of different to think of more than one way no i'm not talking about the nine to five job i'm talking about even your own job you know what i'm saying even if your job is flexible and you don't do the nine to five you know what i'm saying you just need more than more more than one income source uh to guarantee if something happened if you got fire you're not gonna dead the next day you know right right oh, oh well all right that's a long so that's time. That concludes. Yeah, that's a very long talk. I'm now scared <laughs> about the editing. <laughs> oh, wow. Speaking to someone who's not going to do the job. <laughs> But yeah, that concludes our talk this week, uh, our podcast this week about career. I hope you guys enjoy it. Uh, this is from Jam and Jang to you. Uh, we'll see you next time. Bye. Stop the recording. <laughs>